media at SAFM with Ashraf Garden. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. All right, so hashtag I am Muslim. What exactly is this all about? Uh, let's find out. Ryan uh, McManus is with me. He's the executive creative director from the agency uh, Native VML. Ryan, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And of course, Ryan is with Bram uh, Hanakom, who's from PASOP, which is an NPO, People Against Suffering, uh, Oppression and, and Poverty. Bram, good chatting to you. Hi. Trump? Yes, hi, hi. Thank you, thank you, Right, uh, I mean, w- when I saw this, uh, my immediate uh, uh, interest was not just on, on the fact that, let's say, the South African woman was, was clad in this, this headscarf uh, and declaring I'm a Muslim. My immediate point is, okay, that looks very cute and interesting, but who's put this up and, and what would be the end goal? So I think Pasop can give us answers. <laughs> tell, tell me what's the backstory to this, Brown. Well, we thought long and hard and had many discussions with natives about the sensitivities as well as the importance of uh, this particular campaign. And um, as a board member of PASOP, uh, I was quite involved in those discussions. For us, what really pushed us to move with this campaign at this stage, um, the outcry from a certain community around a mosque that was being built um, indicated to us that if we're not careful, South Africa could be dragged into the division that we've seen in other countries. Okay, so so context to this are these uh, acts of of terror uh, in in many parts of the of the world uh, taken up by people who, who claim to be Muslim. I think many people from the Muslim society worldwide saying, in fact, none of those acts are consistent with Islamic values. But but what has happened? It is certainly uh, seen others. Uh, Almost use scare tactics to say, well, let's not deal with all Muslims. Is, is that the, is that the correct context then, Bram? Well, you know, the the the, the demonization of the Muslim community uh, certainly uh, was part of the reason why we felt we had to do this campaign. Some of the um, rhetoric used that tried to present an entire community of religious people with values um, which also uh, certainly do promote humanity. Uh, as um, people who want uh, war and, and violence uh, needed to be counted. And uh, for us, we were fully aware that um, there's nothing uh, that justifies that demonization, more especially in South Africa. We've had uh, a peaceful, um, stable uh, country, uh, and uh, our community include people from the Jewish religion, from the Muslim community, from the Christian community, and uh, many, many other sort of uh, cultural collective uh, and religious communities. All right, and so uh, the problem becomes when people want to take a community from a particular religion and try claim that they are not South African or to try separate them from our community. We, we are a, a country united in our diversity and uh, the divisions that some of the elements and community are trying to create uh, gave us a very local uh, incentive to, to, to support this campaign. All right, and, and therefore, and I'll bring in Native now, so, so your brief then, Bram, to, uh, to the agency Native VML was what? To ask them to do what? Well, to be honest, uh, Native has been a very active um, company that has been promoting uh, human rights. Uh, they seem to be a very ethical and moral uh, company. They, they came to us and said, look, they really feel like we need to do something. And we had a lot of discussions about it. 
and Native came up with most of the ideas we're seeing in the media now. Uh, and Paso fully supported and has been working with them to conceptualize some of the, the, the approaches taken. Okay, let, let me then bring in uh, Ryan McManus. So, Ryan, it's it's a it's a fascinating one. It's a campaign, you know, rooted in 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 social, political, religious issues. Uh, something that you can that yet you want to warm to, or something that's just rather tricky. There's a bit of a minefield here. So, so t- what have you done? Then we'll then we'll find out why have you done what you've done. What, what did you guys come up with? So, I mean, first of all, we came up with um, a, a bunch of uh, posters. There's, there's five of them with the Muslim woman wearing the, the flag as the traditional hijab um, and declaring that I'm Muslim, I'm South African, I'm Muslim, I'm American, um, and so on. So I think um, that the idea was to really try to articulate a, a sort of rising Muslim sentiment that we're seeing across across borders, uh, very much a global conversation going on across social media where uh, people are, are trying to say, you know, I'm Muslim, but I, I am British, or I am South African, and I'm not part of this um, sort of divisive rhetoric that goes on um, across social media platforms. And I think with that, we're really trying to drive that conversation to, to kind of get get debates going, get people talking about it, and, and using um, the media to do that, um, you know, from traditional media with, with print and, and outdoor uh, posters, but also using social media to really try and get into that conversation in a, in a more a sort of global angle. It's, you know, you can't control where these conversations really go. So, um, so, so, so reason then to use uh, the the hijab, that's the the, the headscarf, uh, and and then use them. You know, different women in in, in different uh, sort of the hijab. In this case, the scarf is the color of the. It's actually the flag of that particular country, right? Uh, explain explain the rationale behind that, Ryan. So I think you know there seems to be a, um, this kind of idea out there, at least in some circles, and we see it creeping up in, in conversations. Even now with the, um, you know, yesterday the election of the, the new um, London mayor, Sadiq Khan, as well, the, the kind of response and the comments and things that go on that, you know, that people seem to think that being a Muslim um, and being a citizen of, of a country are, are mutually exclusive ideas. And this, of course, is not the fact at all. Um, and so we really thought that was a, a powerful way to demonstrate this message, to really um, sort of articulated in a simple, powerful, uh, visual way that is very terrible, very um, easy to, to get the message across language, across cultures, and not have to explain it all. You know, we, we live in a, a, a very media-full and media-rich um, time now where, you know, you have to create something that is going to cut through the clutter to become part of that conversation. And so the simplicity of this, the sort of Quietness of this, I think, really helps to do that. All right. In fact, there's there's quite a few pictures um, of of these campaigns of these women in their in their hijab or their headscarf and the colours of their flags around from countries from around the world, uh, which we've actually posted and we'll post even right now from SFM Radio and myself on my timelines. Uh, check it out, uh, hashtag media show, which once again is trending as per your comments. So by the way, if you wish to quote some of the guests on air as well as comment uh, with your own views on, on what we're talking about, use that hashtag media show and if it's quoted accurately, I will certainly retweet it absolutely. Let's do this as well. There's, there's also sound around this campaign. So let's, let's play the sound and we'll get my guests to talk about that. I am Muslim, but I'm also an American, and a student, and a daughter, and a sports fan. But above all else, 
I'm human, just like you. Okay, that's uh, that's just one of them. Perhaps, Brown, let me let me bring you in on this one here, right? Um, what what sort of you know what sort of reaction were you hoping to to receive uh, from this campaign, and what reaction are you getting? Well, the intention behind the campaign was to have a material response and to counter uh, a, a very malicious and uh, mischievous, and I think deliberate campaign by certain uh, individuals who harbor a, 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 a Islamophobia, a, a, a racist undertone, a, um, a very hateful message, and they are projecting these views on social media. They're projecting these views uh, very actively. And uh, quite frankly, uh, my, my own opinion is that the Muslim community have been very much victims of this uh, hateful um, viral rhetoric. Uh, while other communities, um, there would be outcry if the kind of tweets that were being tweeted about Muslim people were being tweeted about whites mm-hmm. or were being tweeted about Jewish people or other communities. For some reason, uh, society and social media uh, have allowed a, a very, very malicious um, and ridiculous rhetoric to, to prevail and uh, as if to say that uh, people who are Muslim uh, are, are inherently... Um, attributing traits that uh, are negative for society okay. is absolutely incorrect. Let me let me pick up um, on this, Ryan. Maybe you can you can answer this one here. The I suppose that there must have been sensitivities around this campaign before you sort of took it out to to the public. Were, were there were there particular areas in the implementation that you were concerned about? Yeah, look, I think um, it's important to to test these things. The, obviously, the intention is not to offend anyone in any way. So we we did sense check it with, um, you know, first of all, people within our agency, then people with, you know, friends of friends, and then uh, the community members itself. Um, but it is, it, you know, it's it's quite a unifying message that we're putting out there. So if you find a sense in it, it, it does start to almost paint yourself into a corner, but that's, that's, you know, that's something that we, we shouldn't find ourselves being offended by. But obviously, um, you know, with Muslim um, communication in the media, there have been a lot of bad examples of media gone wrong, so we were aware and sensitive to that fact and, um, you know, tested it and spoke to a lot of people before putting the message out. How, what has been the reaction from, uh, well, two, two groups, the Muslim community and those that are not Muslim in South Africa and around the world? Uh, uh, well, Ryan, let's take it up from you first. So I think, um, you know, the reaction was overwhelmingly positive. Um, it's, it's been really amazing to see what people have said. Um, you know, I spoke to a lot of families and, and school kids who uh, were saying, you know, it's, it's fantastic to, to see um, some kind of Muslim message in the media that they can sort of stand behind proudly. So there were, there were some really um, very warm um, and very positive, proud kind of responses uh, locally from, from families and, and from young people. And I think um, I've, I've been following the campaign closely, obviously, as well. And I think what's been amazing is, is people using the hashtag I am Muslim and saying, I'm not actually but I feel this is an important message. Okay, it's, it's an interesting point. I'm, I'm going to get Bruce from Randberg, so stay on the line. I want to get your thoughts. We'll just wrap up the discussion on the other side of the news. So a few minutes of a break. Uh, let, let's get to the news by doing this first. Yeah.
over 20,000 runners ready to face the ultimate challenge in the ultimate human race. The journey of a lifetime experience with a rich history of existence. The 91st race. It's the world's oldest and largest ultra marathon. 90 kilometers on the road. The down run from Peter Marisburg to Durban. It's the ultimate human race. The Comrades Marathon. Proudly brought to you live by SABC Sport on SABC2 on the 29th of May 2016 at 5.30 a.m. You can also tune in to your favorite SABC radio station. The Comrades Marathon. It will humble you. SABC Sport for the love of the game. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Maybe time for one or two more quick calls uh, on this issue. But Bruce, give me your thoughts. Hi. Yeah, how's it, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah, great initiative. Very supportive of this type of thing. Um, I've, I've traveled a lot in the Middle East. Uh, we do a lot of work there. Um, but, you know, the, two of the things I find quite interesting is, is that um, there seems to be... It, it, I'm not saying there's a lack of criticism, but, there's, you know, there's, the Islamic world's going through a, basically a transformation at the moment that will make it, I believe, it'll come out of it much stronger. Started with the Arab Spring, okay, um, where, where people in countries... Okay, but, 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 but Bruce, I want to stay with, with the issue of the campaign itself, okay? What do you think of the actual campaign? Uh, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's, if, 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 it's, if, it's, if it's achieving a result, then, yeah, I support anything in the South African context. Okay. I don't Re- think that there's broader, there's broader kind of... It resonates that we need to consider. But, yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you so much. In fact, we'll maybe pick up on that in terms of that, that it impact on, on the broader global community. Uh, we'll do that for a few minutes on the other side of the news. Talking about this uh, campaign called Hashtag I Am Muslim and whether you think it works or it doesn't work with Ryan McManus and Brahm Hanakom. However, let's get the news now. It's uh, 10 o'clock. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Let's wrap up on a discussion of uh, hashtag I am Muslim and just does it really work with Ryan McManus from the agency Native VML and uh, Bram Hanakom from uh, PASOP. Bram, you know, interesting ones. Kate is uh, tweeting saying visuals don't feel emotionally engaging to me. Radio ad is uh, is, is more engaging. Uh, what what type of feedback have you, have you had, Bram, from from people? Have you had positive or negative? I mean, like the the, the worst one people have is like a neutral opinion where it doesn't move anybody. Well, I think that uh, she's correct. Uh, I think that the radio uh, campaign or a TV campaign uh, would probably get more viewership and more attention. But, of course, there are limitations in terms of budget, and um, I think uh, Native have already put a lot of money into the campaign to get the TV, the, the, the print coverage of the posters and promoting it on social media. Uh, and, of course, we have to thank you for giving coverage on your radio station uh, because, uh, you know, with these uh, human rights campaigns, uh, often they're not uh, funded, and uh, this is the, the situation with this campaign. Uh, it responds to what we see as, as an important need, and uh, quite frankly, although there may be sensitivities around the campaign, I think the biggest one being that uh, by no means are we trying to say that somebody has to uh, be a patriot and has to love the government of any country in order to be a citizen, 
but the flag of a country represents the constitutions and the values of those countries. And quite frankly, uh, I think most citizens have accepted those views. And uh, what we're trying to articulate and trying to do uh, is remind people that there's nothing whatsoever abnormal about somebody embracing their nationality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their um, motherhood, their uh, identity in any which way, be it the sporting and uh, so on, uh, and their religion. They're not mutually exclusive, exclusive as Ryan said earlier. Um, I, the main thing is to, to humanize people who are being dehumanized I, from I sup- society. Okay, I suppose as, as we wrap up here, Ryan, just the, I mean, to me, visually, I, I actually, I think it looks wonderful and he certainly gets people like myself and many others, I'm sure, in, around the country, around the world, thinking about it. But but what, what it's failed to do for me is I haven't seen it become mainstream, as in, has it then been the catalyst for an agenda-setting discussion um, around being a Muslim and, and how it impacts uh, in South Africa and around the world, uh, maybe in the way that issues around, say, race or fees must fall, uh, has done? What's your opinion about that, Ryan? Well, I, I hope that's still coming, honestly. I mean, we've, we've released the campaign. It's been live for, for two weeks. We still have some um, outdoor media coming, some posters coming. Obviously, conversations like like this with yourself help to make this part of uh, mainstream uh, conversation and, and culture. And I think we, we're going to do a, a hard push on social media. We really want to encourage people to to use the images, to use the, the campaign itself and to, you know, to own it and embrace it and, and share it so that... You know, it does become part of conversation. I think the the main thing for me actually came from a, a, a conversation with the young South African girl in the campaign where she really felt strongly that she could use this to bridge that conversation because it's not um, her own opinion. It's almost like the, a neutral opinion that's put out there. And it, it encourages conversation because as we see on social media and news sites, you know, that, that sort of uh, the comment section can get quite heated and... Um, quite sort of fragmented and I think this, this really helps to okay. articulate the feeling. Two, two things when we wrap up. Uh, Faisal Katkodia saying great scarves and moves against mostly European prejudices. Modesty and truth always prevail as good examples are set and false fear uh, dissipates with love and, uh, and prayer. And there's another one from Clint Griffin saying uh, the answer misses the point around uh, authenticity. It, it just gets me thinking here uh, the last thing, uh, Brown. Uh, someone suggested that uh, so I, I suppose these are these are real, and you can answer this in one go. Are these real life people? Are they just models playing the part? Number one. Number two. Uh, someone I can't remember where he's saying, ironically, about fifty percent of Africa is Muslim. Why no typical African uh, being portrayed there? Uh, and 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 thirdly, what has been the reaction from say the South African Muslim community on this issue, Brown? Well, I think all the points and concerns raised are important points. Um, from my understanding, the models were even from the countries that uh, they were posing with the flags of, um, and the models are all from the Muslim community. Uh, we did engage uh, several different representatives of uh, Muslim, uh, the Muslim community um, to suss out their views. These, uh, some of these concerns were raised, and we've tried to address them. Uh, at some point, we needed to make a decision, do we or don't we go ahead with the campaign? And we thought that while all the concerns raised are legitimate, uh, and there's a lot of room for improvement in the campaign uh, ahead, but um, that, that the campaign itself was really important to move with.
Okay, that's where we can leave it. In fact, somebody else suggested uh, maybe the next step, and I think the example that Ryan brought up about the mayor of London now, which just happens to be Muslim, was elected two days ago, that maybe get uh, real-life uh, people from around the world who just happen to be Muslim. Someone suggested, what's it, Riyad Mahrez, Mahrez the guy who won the uh, English Football of the Year for Leicester City, is another example of that. Maybe use them to front up a campaign. That could be incredibly uh, effective around the world. Let's leave it at that. Ryan McManus, the Executive Creative Director for Native VML, and Bram Hanakom for people uh, against suffering, oppression, and poverty uh, with an acronym PASOP. And you can still comment on whether that campaign, I am Muslim, hashtag I am Muslim, works for you or does not work for you. Let's, uh, however, let's talk next. Uh, and there's other things coming up, including Tweet Years of Elle magazine, so look out for that. Josephine Bass, however, is my next guest, and we'll talk to her right after this.